Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom in creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This is day 963 of our trek, and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. As we continue on this trek that we call life, sometimes we have questions about life. So our Friday's trek is a time where we can ask Gramps. Gramps will answer the questions that you would like to ask your dad or granddad, but for whatever reason, this is not possible. No matter how old we are, I know that all of us would like the opportunity to ask dad or Gramps questions about life in many areas. Today is the 10th episode in our series delving into what makes each of us respond differently to life situations and circumstances. Understanding ourselves and how others may interpret life through their paradigm will allow us to interact with each other with more love and compassion. This empathy can be achieved by utilizing a profound tool called the Enneagram. If you've missed any of the past nine Friday series, I would recommend that you go back and listen to them or read the Wisdom Journals. As a review, the tool that we refer to as the Enneagram is a circle with nine interconnected dots. Ennea refers to nine, and Graham refers to a drawing. Check out today's or a prior week's Wisdom Journal for a representation of it. I have also included in today's Wisdom Journal a copy of The Enneagram at a Glance, which was compiled by Suzanne H. Eller. If you'd like a PDF copy of this, click on the link in today's Wisdom Journal located on the wisdom-trek.com website. I would also recommend a book called The Road Back to You, written by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. It is an excellent book about an Enneagram journey to self-discovery from a Christian perspective. In the first seven episodes, we explored how the Enneagram system works and then presented an overview of all nine personality types. The past two weeks, we took a deep dive into number one, which is referred to as the reformer or the perfectionist, and type number two, the helper. This week, we will explore type number three, the achiever, and then next week, we will focus on type number four, the individualist. Since we are exploring the Enneagram in detail, I would recommend reading the Wisdom Journal for each Friday to see the diagrams presented each week. As helpful as the Enneagram is, though, keep in mind it is still only a tool and cannot replace nor usurp the precepts that are found in God's Word. All decisions and actions that we make in life must be in harmony with God's precepts. So the question for the next several months will be, Hey Gramps, why do people act or react to situations and circumstances in life so differently? How can I gain wisdom to better understand myself and others so that I can love, serve, and minister to them on a deeper level? So today let's explore the Enneagram system, type number three, the Achiever. Enneagram type number three, the achiever is success-oriented, a pragmatic type. They're adaptable, excelling, driven, and image conscious. Type number three in brief, threes are self-assured, attractive, and charming. They can be ambitious, competent, and energetic, but they can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They are diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. At their best, 
Threes are self-accepting, authentic, everything they seem to be. They are role models who inspire others. A three's basic fear is of being worthless. A three's basic desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. An Enneagram three with a two wing is referred to as the charmer. An Enneagram with a four wing is the professional. The key motivations for the achiever is that they want to be affirmed, to distinguish themselves from others, to have attention, to be admired, and to impress others. The meanings of the arrows on the Enneagram for type number three are, when moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, driven threes suddenly become disengaged and apathetic, similar to an unhealthy nine. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, usual vain deceitful threes become more cooperative and committed to others, like healthy sixes. Let's look at a type three overview. We have named personality type three, the achiever, because when they are healthy, threes really can do and achieve great things in the world. They are the stars of human nature, and people often look to them because of their graciousness and personal accomplishments. Healthy threes know how good it feels to develop themselves and to contribute their abilities to the world, and also enjoy motivating others to greater personal achievements than others thought were even capable. They are usually well regarded and popular among their peers. The type of person who is frequently voted as class president or homecoming queen because people feel they want to be associated with this kind of person who acts as a stand-in for them. Healthy threes embody the best in their cultures, and others are able to see their hopes and dreams mirrored in them. Threes are often successful and well-liked because they most believe in themselves and developing their talents and capacities. Threes act as living role models and paragons because of their extraordinary embodiment of socially valued qualities. Healthy threes know that they are worth the effort that it takes to be the best that they can be. Their success at doing also inspires others to invest in their own self-development. Threes want to make sure that their lives are a success. However, that is defined by their family, their culture, and their social sphere. In some families, success means having a lot of money, a grand house, a new expensive car, and other status symbols. Other values ideas, and success to them means distinguishing oneself in academic or scientific worlds. Success in other circles might mean becoming famous as an actor, or model, or writer, or public figure of some kind, perhaps even a politician. A religious family might encourage their child to become a minister, a priest, or rabbi, since those professions have status in their community and in the eyes of their family. No matter how success is defined, threes will try to become somebody noteworthy in their family and in their community. They will not be a nobody. To this end, threes learn to perform in ways that will garner them praise and positive attention. As children, they learn to recognize the activities that were valued by their parents or peers and put their energies into excelling in those activities. Threes also learn how to cultivate and develop whatever about them is attractive and potentially impressive. Here is an example from a lady named Eve, who was a successful businesswoman. My mother trained me to perform. I was about three when I performed my first solo in front of the church congregation. I got a lot of positive strokes for that and went on to perform in front of audiences throughout high school, either in music or debate. To this day, something mystical happens to me when I get in front of an audience. I turn it on. I am called on frequently to be a public speaker, and some of my professional colleagues say that they hate following me on the program because I am such a hard act to follow. 
Everyone needs attention, encouragement, and affirmation of their value in order to thrive. And threes are the type which most exemplifies this universal human need. Threes want to succeed not for the things that success will buy, like sevens, or the power and feeling of independence that it will bring, like eights. They want success because they are afraid of disappearing into a chasm of emptiness and worthlessness, without the increased attention and feeling of accomplishment which success usually brings. Unhealthy threes fear that they are nobody and have no value. The problem is that, in a headlong rush to achieve whatever they believe will make them more valuable, threes become so alienated from themselves that they no longer know what they truly want or what their feelings and interests are. In this state, they are easy prey to self-deception, deceit, and falseness of all kinds. Thus, the deeper problem in their search for a way to be of value increasingly takes them further away from their own essential self, with its core of real value. From their earliest years, as threes become dependent on receiving attention from others and pursuing the values that others reward, they gradually lose touch with themselves. Step by step, their own inner core, their heart's desire, is left behind until they no longer recognize it. Thus, while they are the primary type in the feeling center, threes, interestingly, are not known as feeling people. Rather, they are people of action and achievement. It is as if they put their feelings in a box so that they can get ahead with what they want to achieve. Threes have come to believe that their emotions get in the way of their performance, so they substitute thinking and practical action for feelings. Here is another example from Jarvis, who is a well-educated and accomplished business professional. He sees that this pattern developed in him from an early age. I had no conscious awareness of this at the time, but when I was a child, I wasn't allowed to have feelings at all. They counted for nothing in the framework of my stepfather's concept of what it took to be successful. I developed a habit of denying my feelings and instead focused on performing and getting good marks in school. Threes report that when they realize to what extent they have adapted their lives to the expectation of others, the question arises, well then, what do I want? They often simply do not know. It is not a question that has ever come up before. Thus, the fundamental dilemma for threes is that they have not been allowed to be who they really are and to manifest their own authentic qualities. At a young age, they got the message that they were not allowed to have feelings and to be themselves. They must, in effect, be someone else to be accepted. To some degree, all personality types have been sent this message, but because of their particular background and makeup, threes have not only heard it, they began to live it. The attention they received by performing in certain ways was their oxygen, and they needed it to breathe. Unfortunately, it came at a high price. Marie, a skilled therapist, describes this contradiction and the pressure of this orientation. For most of my life, people have always noticed when I was involved in any kind of activity, and they usually looked at me for some sort of direction. This has been a double-edged sword because, while I wanted to be noticed and approved, the burden was that I had to be perfect, and that was tough. Next, let's look at the levels of development for the type 3. And if you remember from the past episodes, we categorize this into three categories, healthy levels, average levels, and unhealthy levels. And within each category, we have three sub-levels. So a healthy level for a type 3, level 1, at their best, are self-accepting, interdirected, and authentic, everything they seem to be. They're modest and charitable, self-deprecating humor and fullness of heart emerge. They're gentle and benevolent. 
going to level two, they're self-assured, energetic, and competent with high esteem. They believe in themselves and their own values. They're adaptable, desirable, charming, and gracious. As we move to level three, they're ambitious to improve themselves to be the best that they can be, often becoming outstanding, a human ideal embodying widely admired cultural qualities. They're highly effective. Others are motivated to be like them in some positive way. Now, as we move into the average category, we look at level four. A three at level four is highly concerned with their performance, doing a job well, constantly driving self to achieve goals as if self-worth depended on it. They're terrified of failure. They compare self with others and search for status and success. They become careerists, social climbers, invested exclusively in being the best. As they move to level five, they become image conscious, highly concerned on how they are perceived. They begin to package themselves according to the expectations of others and what they need to do to be successful. They can be pragmatic and efficient, but also premeditated, losing touch with their own feelings beneath a smooth facade. They may have problems with intimacy, credibility, and phoniness emerge. At level six, they want to impress others with their superiority, constantly promoting themselves, making themselves sound better than they really are. They become narcissistic with grandiose, inflated notions about themselves and their talents. They're exhibitionistic and seductive, as if saying, look at me. Arrogance and contempt of others is a defense against feelings of jealousy of others and their success. And as we move into the unhealthy category, Type three at level seven are fearing failure and humiliation. They can be exploitative and opportunistic, covetous of success of others and willing to do whatever it takes to preserve the illusion of their superiority. As we move to level eight, they become devious and deceptive so that their mistakes and wrongdoings will not be exposed. They become untrustworthy, maliciously betraying or sabotaging people to triumph over them. They become delusional and jealous of others. And as we move to the lowest level, level nine, they become vindictive, attempting to ruin others' happiness. They become relentlessly obsessive about destroying whatever reminds them of their own shortcomings and failures. They take on a psychopathic behavior, which generally corresponds to a narcissistic personality disorder. We next look at some personal growth recommendation for the Enneagram Type 3. For our real development, it is essential to be truthful. Be honest with yourself and others about your genuine feelings and needs. Likewise, resist the temptation to impress others or inflate your own importance. You will impress people more deeply by being authentic than by bragging about your success or exaggerating your accomplishments. Develop charity and cooperation in your relationships. You can do this by taking time to pause in your busy day to really connect with someone you care about. Nothing spectacular is required, simply a few moments of quiet appreciation. When you do this, you will become a more loving person, a more faithful friend, and a much more desirable individual. You will feel better about yourself. Next, take time to take breaks. You can drive yourself and others into exhaustion with your relentless pursuit of your goals. Ambition and self-development are good qualities, but temper them with rest periods in which you can reconnect more deeply with yourself. Sometimes taking three to five deep breaths is enough to recharge your batteries and to improve your outlook. 
Next, develop social awareness. Many times, threes have grown tremendously by getting involved in projects that have nothing to do with their own personal advancement. Working cooperatively with others toward goals that transcend personal interests is a powerful way of finding your true value and identity. And our last suggestion is, in their desire to be accepted by others, some average threes adapt so much to the expectation of others that they lose touch with what they are really feeling about the situation. Develop yourself by resisting doing what is acceptable just to be accepted. It is imperative to invest your time in discovering your own core values. Well, once again, that's an awful lot to take in for today, and that will conclude our focus on personality type number three, the achiever. A word of encouragement to those who are in any grand type three from God's word. Romans chapter 12, verse three tells us, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith that God has given us. And since I am a classic three myself, I have to continually remind myself to take time and smell the roses. Or as is mentioned in Psalms chapter 127, verse 2. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Join us again next Friday as we will explore further the Enneagram on our Ask Ramp episode. We will specifically explore in depth Enneagram for the individualist. The information that we will explore will allow you to unlock who you really are as we travel through this trek of life and discover more about yourself and others as you impact God's kingdom. I know that you'll find these insights interesting, practical, and profitable in living a rich and satisfying life. Our next trek is Meditation Monday, where we will help you to reflect on those most important areas of life. So encourage your friends and family to join us. And then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 962 daily treks or read the associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.